Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I've been doing a lot of different radio shows uh, as a guest, you know that, and I've been talking a lot about this new book that I finished. It's going to be a companion to my big event coming up in Las Vegas. The book is called Finding Your Magic, How to Hack Reality Through Lucid Living. And a lot of people say to me, what the heck is lucid living? So I figure uh, I value you because that you are a listener of this podcast. So I'm going to read for you a little bit of this upcoming book that explains what lucid living is and how it relates to you and your life. So I hope that you enjoy this. The day I purchased my first virtual reality headset was one of the most exciting days of my life. I slipped on the headgear, powered it up, and within minutes I was no longer sitting on my couch. I was floating in outer space, surrounded by rocky planets, or immersed in jungles with roaring, terrifying dinosaurs or enjoying feature films as though I was the only person seated in my own giant private theater. If I looked up, the sky seemed endless. If I looked to the right or left, a sweeping scene was present. I could look up and down, even turn around 360 degrees to see an entire 3D world behind me with clear, incredible stereo sounds to boot. It was truly mind-boggling. Experiencing my own personal virtual reality tech for hours and hours fully transitioned me into the next chapter of understanding human perception. There was one program I loved in particular. It was called Eden River. I could leisurely float down a lazy, colorful river passing by dreamy cliffs and waterfalls, occasionally drifting through a cave, with birds chirping above and the water bubbling below. Peaceful music played softly in the background, and I could shift my head slightly to the left or right to adjust my position as I glided along. What a stress reliever. Well, one quiet night around four in the morning, I was alone on my couch letting off some steam gliding down Eden River. I had a fan turned on, producing a warm breeze, making the experience as genuine as possible. And I can tell you that mentally, I was completely immersed in this peaceful, virtual reality. Just as I was completely relaxed, I slipped back further in my seat and sprawled out and bang! Shit! I hit my shin on the coffee table in front of me. I could not see a coffee table in my virtual world, nor was a coffee table anywhere near the forefront of my mind, and yet I had bumped into another reality. And it sucked. I pulled off the virtual reality gear, and there I was again, on the couch, 
in my living room rubbing my shin. Now, how symbolic was this experience? How fitting was this moment to clarify how easily our minds can slip from one world to another? In fact, this is why stories and books and movies are so powerful. We humans possess the ability to mentally leave our position in space-time and travel elsewhere. But furthermore, it presents a possible model for how flimsy and relative our reality is in general. Is it possible that the world you usually think is real, the one to which you've grown accustomed, is simply one layer of many realities that are available all around you? We have now reproduced this on a simplistic scale, a crude model with our modern virtual reality toys. But perhaps this is what reality has been all along for eons. Think of how much better the inconceivable powers of Mother Nature have been at creating these realities and layers of reality, and we have all foolishly been like me, sitting on the couch, happy to float down the river, oblivious to the coffee table right in front of us, until it occasionally bangs us on the shin. Billionaire technology pioneer Elon Musk was born in 1971. After spearheading Tesla Motors, he developed SpaceX, a leading company in private space exploration. Musk has publicly stated his belief that what we call reality is some kind of computerized simulation. Quote, there's a billion to one chance that we're living in a base reality, Musk said. He cites the enormous leaps and bounds we've made since the computer game Pong debuted in 1972. And today's world, where gamers are interacting all over the planet via, quote, photorealistic 3D simulations and it's getting better every year, end quote. It's one thing to think of the world composed in a digitized form like that presented in the movie The Matrix, and it's another to realize that even that view is still too stiff and restricted to what audiences of the time could grasp. It may be that the world we consider organic is actually the most advanced form of computer simulation, where the rough Pixelated edges are long gone, and everything meshes so seamlessly that we will struggle to view it in terms of our current immature view of mechanically inspired technology. I explained this in the documentary I produced called The Wishing Machine Workshop Movie, and uh, I think it's worth repeating. My entire life, I have been an extremely vivid dreamer. I mean that literally. When I lie down to sleep, I am instantly in another world, filled with colorful visions, vast histories, and action-packed missions. I fly like Superman and move objects telekinetically like a Jedi in Star Wars. Frankly, it's exhausting. 
In fact, I often start to dream even before I am fully asleep. Most of the time, I do not realize I am dreaming, uh, so I am playing along with each scenario, reacting to whatever comes my way. However, once in a while, something amazing occurs. I realize I am dreaming, and at that point, I can control my dream. This is called lucid dreaming. Once you become lucid, you are able to have amazing fun. You're able to turn your dream into a huge video game in which your enjoyment is all that matters. Well, I am here to inform you that you are dreaming right now. And I am here to help you become lucid. Listen to me. Snap out of it. The state of mind that you're in, that you think is reality right now, is simply another form of the dream. This guide will teach you how to realize your state of mind and make the most of it from now on. This is what I call lucid living. You will be amazed by how much you can control all around you all the time, every day. You only lack the proper technique. I am now about to help you find the proper technique that will make you fully lucid so that you will be able to control your life in ways you never before thought possible. Who cares what anyone else has told you is possible or impossible? You are now about to find out for yourself what is possible for you. Welcome. Finally, we've been waiting for you. Now, I could stop right there, but would you like to hear a little bit more? Why not? I can read you a little bit more. Like I was telling you in yesterday's podcast, I own this material. I can do what I want with it. That's funny, isn't it, to think if I had sold this to a publisher, and trust me, I could have easily and I could have made a lot of money doing that. But if I'd sold this to a publisher, aside from publishing it myself, I couldn't sit here and read this to you like this. I'm going to read you a little bit more. Let's see here. Uh, okay, here we go. Before the 1900s, most scientists considered space and time to be two entirely separate and different things. However, all that changed when Einstein began publishing his groundbreaking works on relativity in the early 20th century. Suddenly, time and space were merged into one fabric called space-time. It is still mind-boggling to grasp how time and space could be elements of the same essential thing. 
Therefore, you can imagine how truly profound this was to even the smartest minds in the early 1900s. The idea is that space and time, though fundamentally different, are essentially two sides of the same coin and always act in tandem. Even that is difficult to grasp from a normal human perspective. And yet it has been proven true experimentally over and over again. In this day and age, virtually no one doubts the truth of this model, however weird and unlikely, since we use it effectively every day in our work, especially when dealing with satellites, telescopes, and vast distances regarding outer space. I am using this as a reference as I propose another fabric of reality that is accessible to DNA-carrying beings like ourselves. Instead of space-time, I call this knowledge power, or KP. Now, this should be relatively easy for you to grasp, since we have all heard the old adage that knowledge is power. That may not be exactly true, no more than it's accurate to say that time is space. Time is not space, and space is not time, but the two are intimately connected. And in a similar fashion, knowledge and power are intimately connected, like electricity and magnetism, which forms electromagnetism. So therefore, if we are to consider knowledge power, or KP, another fabric of reality accessible to conscious things, it is our ultimate goal to tap into this layer, to see as clearly as possible into this layer in order to attain lucid living. That is your goal. Over the decades, I have met many thousands of people around the world who are lucidly living and tap into the KP every single day. Some of them are doing it naturally, but don't realize it. Many people want to do it, but have no idea where to start. And some think it is just a fantasy and roll their eyes. Well, here's what I can tell you from my personal experience. We have in common that we are all humans, and yet we are all unique with unique DNA. Not everything works for everybody. The key is finding a particular technique that works for you in particular. For example, I have met many people who become lucid by using the wishing machine. But I have met others who say, I don't like wishing machines because I don't feel comfortable with things that have knobs and dials and switches. I like wands. But then I've met people who say wands don't work for them because they prefer to use basic dowsing instruments like rods and pendulums. But then I've met many people who don't like using any instruments and say, I simply pray, or I meditate, or I use the methods of the force, which I wrote about in my book, Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. And then there are those who say, nothing has ever worked for me. 
I have tried this or that, and it all seems to be bullshit. A lot of those people also don't believe in anything at all. They are atheists, or at very least agnostics, who most likely put their faith only in technology. I became extremely fascinated by these various personality types, and I decided to study them more deeply. I interviewed them. I surveyed them. I studied time-proven personality tests. I studied Western astrology. I I studied Eastern astrology. And I conducted countless exercises with people around the globe. And here's what I found. Ultimately, there are 12 different personality types. Now, frankly, I wanted there to be 10. Since it's a nice round number, we have 10 fingers and 10 toes. But it became clear that 12 is the essential number to account for everyone. Now, those 12 different personality types match up with 12 different methods of accessing lucid living. And once I made the connection... The results were astounding. I quickly realized that the key to someone tapping into an effective technique was matching that person's personality type to a particular method. In many cases, a person might be open-minded enough to give one of these methods a try, but when things didn't work out, that person would quickly become frustrated and give up on the entire endeavor. That's when I saw the true value of, at very least, starting a person with the method that was most likely to be effective for him or her. It was an aha moment. If you can match the person up with the method that is most likely to succeed with tangible results then that person will realize this phenomenon is real and even continue pursuing other techniques that will bring that person closer and closer to the key and the KP. So the most important thing is introducing the right personality type to the right method in order to get started off on the right foot. Maybe you have tried yourself in the past and gave up. Now is an opportunity for you to try again, given this newfound knowledge. The 12 different personality types are matched with 12 different techniques. And I am now going to teach you how your personality type will match you with the best starting technique for you. So that's all I'm going to read you from my upcoming book Finding Your Magic subtitled How to Hack Reality Through Lucid Living Um, as I told you uh, yesterday in the podcast when I do the event in Vegas I'm going to be right there with you and I'm going to be showing you in person how to do these exercises that are going to bring you to KP one way or another. Okay, You're going to get to knowledge power, that fabric, one way or another. And 
This is a one-time only event for only 100 people. So, um, yes, by the end of the year, I plan to release this as an ebook. But you're only going to have one shot at being there with me in person in Las Vegas to do these exercises and have fun and experience the surprises that I have in store for you. Um, So I hope you enjoyed that preview, that sneak peek of my book, and I hope that gives you more clarity about what I'm going to be producing in Las Vegas in only about two months uh, for this three-day experience. This is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. This podcast is always short. It's always free. If you go to my website, joshuapwarren.com, there is a link at the top that will give you information about the event in Vegas. You can also just go directly to youwillmanifest.com, and that'll take you there instantly, youwillmanifest.com. But if you go to Joshua P. Warren Daily, excuse me, if you go to joshuapwarren.com and you click the link at the top to Joshua P. Warren Daily, you'll find various ways to subscribe to this podcast, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. That's it for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. I look forward to partying with many of you in Vegas in two months. Thank you for staying curious. And I'll talk to you again soon.